Hello there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with a uh, no, fuck. Hello there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. I've got my friend Ty Lebo here with me, and we'd both like to thank our wonderful sponsors, Patrick Carter, KCFarmersAgent.com. He's here to help you complete your insurance picture. He's local. He cares. He loves it. He loves this show. He loves uh, the Chiefs. And he loves Kansas City, and he'd love to help you. So go to kcfarmersagent.com. Patrick Carter, also uh, our good friends at KC Grilling Company, kcgrillingco.com. They have a wide variety of specialty barbecue rubs, sauces, injections, smokers, accessories, and more. Get fired up in their online store, kcgrillingco.com. And, of course, CBD American Shaman. You saw Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins, vaping during the wild card round of the playoffs. If you'd like to get a delicious uh, a delicious vape and you'd like to be like uh, Mike McDaniel, go to CBDAmericanShaman.com, the complete line, line of wonderful products that will help you get rid of pain, help you uh, level, uh, level your moods out, and uh, perhaps help you call some uh, shitty plays for the Miami really? Dolphins. He didn't get the plays called in time. CBDAmericanShaman.com. Right now, because of the timing, I didn't have time to complete this before we uh, got on the air here for the podcast. You're in for a treat if you're watching on YouTube. You uh, get to drink what the fellows around here call my, my shit juice or my or my shit powder, my uh, poopy powder, poopy powder, or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I am 50 years old. You see the gray in my beard. I now, and this is not, this. hey, this could be a commercial. Get these motherfuckers on the line. I spend money for this. I, every day, whenever I can, enjoy a delicious glass of Metamucil. <laughs> this, of course, is my single-serving poop powder where I mix with a nice cold glass of water. Mm. You got to hurry up and, and drink it. Because it turns into a gel, <laughs> and this may have happened. So you might have to see me drink some like gelatin. It right looks here. a little thick at the bottom. Get after it. Maybe I shouldn't talk while you're trying mm. to drink. Mm. It is like a jelly now. Here get we him, go. Get him a straw. No, no. Here Stir we go. it up. There you go. That's thick. Thick. Two C's. Don't spit on the board. Oh boy, gelatinous. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you have mm. to poop, show's over. I got to right. scoop this. Well, yeah. You got to get every bit of it. Yeah, you don't want to miss that. It, 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 you know. That's the, that's the pure. They called, I turned. Is uh, that the keef? Yeah. I tend to feel bloated. Yeah. You know, and you want to be regular. Hey, let me ask you a question. What? Is it time for a new logo with the gray beard now no. behind? Maybe. Put that's, some gray in there. That's, that's very jet black back there. I'm not fucking doing any more uh, just for men. You're, you're just I tried to get sponsored. It. They don't want to sponsor me. Fuck you, just for men, because it's now no way to get a what? No, because it's over. I'm not doing it anymore, because I don't know. My wife has a lot of allergies, and she always fucking tells me that whenever I say something's wrong, I have a headache. It's probably your allergies. I go, it's right. not my fucking allergies. But now that I've gotten older, I'm allergic to things that are because your body's yeah. always changing. And so, like, it was I can't remember. It was fucking dies. Maybe two or three months ago, I, I used some just from just brushing in. And like then he's fucking started splotching. Hives started coming up and splotching, and I was getting ready to like go to her. I go, shit, I can't be seen like this. Uh, And so then 
I said, I was just, it was just one time. Maybe I had a virus, something, whatever. Yeah, something. So I did it again, and it broke out. So it took me three times to realize, hey, I, dummy. I shouldn't put this on anymore. You're putting this, these chemicals on your fucking face, right? <laughs> and so then uh, I said, you know what? And then this also coincided with the, you know, the fact that I'm turning 50. So I said, you know, God's trying to tell me something. Be, just be you. This is you. You've earned these gray hairs. Mm-hmm. You're earning them now with your daughters. Go ahead and let your hair grow out and be you. And I find that uh, the salt and pepper lock suit me. Yeah. I feel good about this. We need to uh, salt up the logo. Now, that logo stays There's forever. way too much pepper in there. No, you can't change that. You and maybe you know. bush it out a little bit. We need to have that thing changed. Well, I need this trim. It's out there right now. We ought to be able to make that thing actually move back there. Like, what do you mean? Well, we have some gra- we have some graphics in there that actually move, right, Ben? We have some things that do that. Um, but I think it would be good if we got that one to just grow and turn gray and then go back and, and be black. Okay, and that's fine. And, and just, like, do a yeah. little animation. Okay, I'm in. I somewhere on my phone have a picture of you shaved. Like yeah, with a, You didn't I, do that very often. I'm not often. doing that no more. There's and I'm picture. telling you, I shaved, the last time I shaved my beard, both of my daughters cried. Yeah. No, they were fucking traumatized. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to do that anymore. And I, you know, and I just look, I have a beard for a reason. You don't need this. Yeah. You know, it all started because, like, I had, a, I had a bad case of the chicken pox uh, when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. And so I had to stay at my grandparents' house and stay in this fucking room for like a week. They quarantined you? Know? you? Yeah, yeah, they didn't want nothing to do with me, right? And so I uh, had my grandma's from Mexico. She, she, she kept saying, he has the jingles. <laughs> It's jingles because <laughs> she's got the jingles. Yeah, and she goes, "Yes, the jingles." And so now I, had, I had chicken pox, polio pox, and they always say it's better to have them young because you don't know what the fuck's right, going yeah, on. Yeah, but yeah. I was so cognizant of it, and it itched like, and I scratched myself crazy mm-hmm. to where like I had some like under here, and I have a couple of big scars from me scratching right. them so bad. So then the beard. as soon as I could grow a beard, when I was a senior, we were growing a beard. When you I had them. I'm not. I'm not cheating. I had them on my balls. Oh yeah, for sure. These fucking things, and I was, and I, I remember I was laying there, and I had had this <laughs> some salve on my you know, bomb. Yeah. Put a bomb but, on. But, it. I, but I, so I'm like laying there, and I was I was only at the start of my senior year. I was 16, mm-hmm. because I was a year younger than everyone. Whatever. That's what my mom wanted to do. She lied and about my Put age. You in school. You know, and I was just like laying there, and I was like, I, this is the worst fucking feeling in the world, because I wanted to scratch to, to take like a fork to my. Yeah. And I knew that would have been bad. You didn't want to have a scar wire down brush there. down there. Yeah, and so yeah, yes. It's a big, great place to scar. No, and so that uh, yes, and that was one of the reasons why. I you remember when there. I had the chingles? I vaguely. Yeah, don't get them. I'm. I'm. We're of this age now. How bad where you was could, that? You could get the, the my grandma had chingles. You could get the chingles uh, shot right to prevent them. I have not done that yet, but I do not recommend the chingles. And the chingles, I got them in Mexico. Like, what do you mean you got them in Mexico? That's, That's where they fucking racist. You don't get them, but they just they just. So they, what was the they're, what, they're what caused it? You have the virus for the shingles in your body right now because you had the. I don't want it. I've had the virus for the shingles. So what happened? It was uh, 2008, and you know we work in this business, and we don't go places on spring break because it's like tournament time and all right. that stuff. So my wife's a teacher, and she's always had spring break off, always. And all her friends, they would go on vacations and do stuff. I said, well, sorry, honey, it's March Madness. I can't be gone. So finally in 2008, I acquiesced and I said, fine, we'll fucking go on vacation. So we went to Mexico where her uh, 
great aunt and uncle, they have this resort down there, down there north of Cabo San Lucas in Los Barriles. So we go down there, and we've been there for a few days. We got our kids with us. We got our friends with us, and there's like eight of us down there. We've been there about five days. We took her father's ashes down there to spread in the Sea of Cortez. We did all these things. This is an important trip. Big trip. We get down there, and then, like, you know, last day I got this little red little guy on my side over here. And I'm like, did I get bit by a Mexican spider? And you're thinking it's herpes or whatever. I'm not going to the doctor in Los Barriles, Mexico. Did you visit a brothel when you were there? I didn't. Okay. So the next day we're leaving, and this is happening during March Madness. This was happened to be the time that Mike Beasley was on K-State, and Kansas won the fucking Final Four. Speaking, so, of, speaking of vaping. So I, I, they tell you if, you if you're stressed or your immune system's down or whatever, that's when you can be susceptible to the chingles coming out. So I'm down there, and so it's the first weekend of the tournament, and I don't trust anyone to get anything done, you know, on, on their own. But I had left this, every, the station to its own devices, and uh, that so good. that somehow probably stressed me out. Although I was in Mexico and I wasn't stressed about being in Mexico, I had fun. But so like the next day we're flying home and there's more little red spots. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, I got to go to the fucking urgent care because this shit ain't right. We got home on a Saturday. Might have been a Sunday. I think we got home. And so I go over to urgent care and the, the, the now there's a lot on my side. And the, the, the doctor at the urgent care of course, he's like, oh, it's Lebo coming in. Hey, have you right. been? And I'm like, great. Now I got to, you know, show this guy, uh, you know, these splotches. And I pull my shirt up and he goes, oh, Lebo, you've got the shingles. And I'm like, okay, what's that? This is, this is 2008. I didn't know what shingles were back then. And he says, well, we can give you some antibiotics. And that would, can maybe slow it down a little bit, but you've got it and it's going to suck. So the way it works is one half of your body gets it. It, it, it won't go on the other half, stops right in your fucking spine. Right. So, and I luckily had him on my torso, not on your head, because they can get in your eyes and shit. So it was fucking weird. It went right from above my business, spread all around right to the spine. That's fucking And it terrible. was awful. So, like, you know, you put your, put your pants up right there on that line. So I went and got some huge shorts. And when I was home, <laughs> I, I pulled them up here to Some my big up, ass shorts above my belly. Yeah, and then it, you couldn't make it feel better. It 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 didn't itch. It didn't. It just fucking hurt. Like a sunburn kind of. Like how long did you have it? I mean, it took ten days oh, to to go away. It was terrible. So, of our age, maybe we should get the chingle shot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Don't you know, get I got enough shit. All it right. wasn't fun. I didn't care for it. But so, I got him in Mexico. So something that. Uh, We've had this ongoing discussion. There's two things that we talk about that this is a discussion that never ends because I feel like the the, the number is infinite. Um, we always seem to talk about how many different types of shows I've hosted for Union Broadcasting mm-hmm. at uh, either 1510 or Sports Radio 810 WHP. But the other one that's your favorite is you like me to try to remember how many different jobs that I've had. And when I was the driving, one I found around, out about I was driving around about the other day. Ago. And I thought of an I thought of another one that you don't know about. Like which 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 one did you just find I out? I can't about? remember. It was a few months ago, and I was like, I didn't even know about this one. Well, I got a new one. Uh huh. I've totally forgot. <laughs> I used to work at Mark Shale Men's Clothing on the Plaza. Did you really? Yeah, that was fancy clothes. It was very fancy. Yeah, what'd you it do? It was very fancy. Did you I did wor- you give people's measurements? Get up in that end no, seam? No, I worked down in the basement. Uh, in the like basement <laughs> of Mark Shale. What were you doing down there? <laughs> Organizing suits. Okay, look. 
this is kind of a how old uh, were you? College. Mm-hmm. This is this is kind of a. So you were at UMKC now. You're back from yeah, I, yes from Mo West. You wouldn't drive from no no. It was UMKC, and this is this is somewhat difficult to remember because it's all just kind of a. It sounds like you're long, right? I was there for a, a month or two. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty long job. That for is you. a long. It's pretty good. I remember before or after the zoo when you killed go, the snake. That was before. I didn't kill a snake. <laughs> I uh, I threw it. It lived. I applied to this job not thinking I was going to get it, and it was a guy was leaving, and he was like, "Fuck!" You know, I worked there for a month, and two months. I really didn't know too much of what I was doing, mm-hmm. but it was like he was like a one man, like receiving, and so they they're down there. There was like the, the dock. And the clothes would come in, and you'd scan them in, mm-hmm. and then you know sort them, whatever. And then they come up, and then they put them out on the floor, right? So I think I was in charge of like scanning them in and making sure everything was scanned inventory, in. inventory, right? Yeah. And making sure that it was ready for them to go up. Um, and there, two ladies were were they were my bosses, and they were both so nice, and I really enjoyed being there, around uh, the upper crust. Yeah, but. I, you know, at that stage of my life, I, I didn't like working and I didn't like being told what to do. I didn't like <laughs> tasks. You had a long right. stretch there. I just kind of wanted to hang out, you we know? You didn't get told. You probably had three um, or four or five years there where you, yeah. you just don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I, I don't care I, I, that I you're my boss. I don't, I, don't, I don't like, there's a, like a precious few people that can tell me what to do. I don't <laughs> like to be told what to do. That's a big thing with me. And so, um, and I even like, I had a discount. You know, I was, it was like, I don't know, it was pretty good. Like, don't tell me you took an extra thirty-seven percent discount. Well, oh boy, it's no, still, but no, something made me mad. Somebody made me like one of the one of the one of the these fuckers upstairs. No, one of the guys upstairs yeah. got pissy with me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I something about I wasn't supposed to walk through to go down. You know, there's a no, they don't want door. you up there. You're and, the help. He, there's some kind of talk like, you know, you go if he's going to represent door. us, he has to dress in Mark Shales or like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. And so, and then I got mad and I just said, oh, I'm going to quit. I said, but before I quit, I'm going to not scan a few things and then they're just going to go right over here. You're going to steal. And I'm going to I'm gonna steal. Yeah. I'm going to take. And I did. And it, no, it was, it was like uh, a long slip. The Cosby sweater, sleeve polo, like three yeah. buttons, and uh, and some and some dress shorts and a belt. So you <laughs> shit that I never would. But fucking did you wear. did you actually quit and just take these things, or what did you do? I quit. I I took those things and then I quit, mm-hmm. and and just stopped showing up. You did, like but I, you didn't tell them you quit. You just stopped. Oh, showing up. how many jobs have you just stopped showing up for? A lot of them. I mean, I was a fuck up. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. No, but usually. Well, but, but like there was a good like I would get walked off the premises like it like it, um like a Blue Cross Blue Shield I got walked off the premises by security. Did you get a little have a little box? They walked. I didn't really have shit, but <laughs> like <laughs> been there I, long enough. Yeah, <laughs> if I was the Blue Cross, I went through fucking training to be uh, you know customer service and stuff like that, and so then uh, that was the the majority of my time there <laughs> was the training, right? The but actual then, but it was work. long time, but then I get on the floor. Headset, yeah, and I, you know, rings. and I, and I got into it with a couple of customers, and I didn't like the way they were talking because they they wanted to tell you what to do. Look this right. up for me, and, and so you're like, don't tell me what to do. And so they were listening, of course, one time, 
when I when I kind of got into it. What'd you say? Check. It does, that doesn't matter what I did say. You, did you cuss talk at someone? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because they, they were blaming me for something that wasn't covered. I, you know, I, and I'm like, you know, it's not my fucking fault. Get better insurance. Fuck something. <laughs> you know, I didn't. You know, talk to your employee. Did you, you know? get walked off the premises at Gateway Computers? Too? Yes, I did for a different reason. Oh no. Because then I started in, at Gateway Computers. I started in sales. And this this was, that would have been 1996 or 7. I just got done fighting. Decided I'm not going to fight anymore. And so I'm working there. You're 20. And they put me. Three years old. 20, 20, 24. Yeah. And they put me in sales. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I just, I just graduated. So I got this fucking degree. What am I going to do with the English degree here? And so I, uh, I'm, I'm the. <laughs> I was there and I started in sales. It was okay, but I wasn't meeting my quota, right? And so they just don't want to fire you if you're not doing. And I just that wasn't me, man. I was cold calling, trying to get people to buy a fucking computer on the phone, like like uh, on Seinfeld when you just you call know, someone. You want a computer? Yeah. No. Yeah. Now that some that they would call in and call to me oh, because they easy, want yeah. one. Yeah. That's an easy fucking sale. Yeah. But then if I'm trying to call, be like, oh, these are here. Here's some leads. Your ear, your ear. What's the lead? Like how? Yeah. How are these the Glengarry leads? Like I, you know, I remember. uh, I I, I sold. I sold a. I I was selling a computer to a man in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. and I had him almost sold. But then I went to lunch, and apparently he called back when I was gone and fucking bought it from somebody else, and that got me sideways with somebody. That's fucked up. I started this thing. You can't do that. But anyway, I wasn't reading my quota. But so instead of just, you know, kicking these people that trained to the curb, okay, how about now you could be uh, take tech calls, mm-hmm. light tech, where people that are setting up their computers is they your can computer call. plugged in? Yeah, and like hard a, a, reset. Sometime, like one time, what one time I fuck who the, what the fuck is going on here? Drake needed the remote behind me. People come up behind me in this fucking podcast, and so I remember one time some this lady. Called in and said, I'm very unhappy with this computer. And I'm like, what's wrong with your computer? Please, let's walk. Let's walk, take, walk me through this. What's wrong with this, right? And I got my chart, too. And she says, my my cup holder is broken. And I'm like, looking at the thing. This fucking computer don't have no cup holder. And it was where you put your fucking <laughs> CD. And there was, you, you know, you hit that button and it pops out with a little circle. She, put in she was putting her fucking coffee <laughs> and staying in the book. That's and not covered. Course, I'm laughing my ass off. I go, lady, that's not a cup holder. That's your. That's, that's where your you put the fucking CD. CD Rama. But, but I thought it was funny. Yes. She didn't think it was funny. Why are you laughing? But at that me? was funnier than yes. shit, right? Because I'm thinking about her pushing that button, and I'm thinking about her getting that computer. Oh, look at this! You push this out, then I got a little coffee for my coffee. I go, that's not a cup holder. And so then, I would get very frustrated. I don't know if you, uh, if this makes sense to you, but I'm not a guy you want dealing with a customer. You don't want me on the front lines. I get that. Because then people are calling and bitching at me like right. I'm the one you didn't that build gave you a bad thing. computer or whatever else. And so once again, they were listening. <laughs> they were listening to me, you know. It's a recorded line. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, my supervisor was listening to me. And back then, it, it, they did this thing at Gateway Computers where everyone had an alias. You couldn't use your real name. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, I got to be fucking different. And so my name, my name, you remember my name? My name's Evander. Evander. I'm Evander. Is Evander holy? You know, name, people right? call. Yeah, can I speak to Evander? I'm like, yeah, that's me. So I'm Evander, and everyone calls, and there, everyone calls me Evander. So I could be a different person there. Yeah. And so I'm Evander, and I remember this. I can't, remember, I can't remember this fucking lady's name. Oh, I do. 
Her fucking name was Montana. That was her nick. That was, was her fake the, the name. Same, I think the supervisor was like Montana, mm-hmm. but I don't know what her real name was. And so I guess they were listening to me, and and this fucking guy, I was nice and I helped him as much as I could. And then I and so when it got to a level where I can't, you know, this is beyond me. I've got to pass him on mm-hmm. to somebody that knows more, more about what they're doing, but I just can't pass. Him. I was like, okay. I'm gonna get your number, okay, and then this. and when I'm and, and please give me a number when he can call you back. Well, I want to call. I said you can't call him. There's no way to call. He's going yeah. to call. He's going. I promise you. And then he just starts fucking giving me the business, right? You don't want to hear and that. So I'm, and I'm trying, and I'm thinking, you know what? I had heard they've been listening to some calls. So I thought maybe I better watch it, but I wasn't having a good day, mm-hmm. you know. And I was, and I'd been fed up with the customer service aspect of this deal. So I said, I got an idea for you about this. I think you know what? I I, I have come across this problem. I got an idea for you for this computer. He goes, well, well that's what I need. Thank you. Tell me finally. What you know. Here's what you do. I want you to bend over and shove that computer right up your fucking ass. <laughs> that was your last call? And I heard you. What did you say? And I fucking heard it. a click. And I mean, my supervisor comes here and she is fucking horrified. What is wrong and with you, Evander? Evander, we need to see you in the office right now. And they walk me in there. I'm like, I know. Fuck, I know. I'm fucked. And like, I can't believe you would talk to a customer. I said, did you listen to the whole call? She was that that was not an easy call, but it you can't you tell someone to shove a computer. Tell in the yet. customer, a paying customer to shove the computer up his head. I said, Well, you know, uh, I, I I don't think I'm cut out for this. You know, she's neither do we. And I said, there, let's, I said let's, there's, let's not, part ways. there's not another spot I can go to, right? Can you bump me back somewhere else? Like, you bounced me around here enough, right? How and long I, were you there? I feel like I was there a few months. That's I feel a like long I was there job. for a good chunk. Because a long training set. I did, hey, if I could have trained for, your for whole the whole life. time and not stopped out of job, I did great training for Blue Cross Blue Shield. I did great training. But it's when the training is over and then I had to do that. That's when it really fucking fell apart, right? Yeah. And I made good friends. Um... I worked there with uh, the, the Silvio brothers and Sam Silvio uh, that, that owns uh, M. Chamas. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was he was on the staff. Um, a friend of mine that I'd gone to grade school right? and high school was yeah, more? Nick Najar, who since has passed away. He was he was, but I and I liked it. I, I liked being there. That fancy building down there in that, the bottoms, right? That, and I was handling myself pretty well. But they listened that one day. This fucking guy, it's the wrong call. And you know what? And I hope he did. Try to shove that computer up his ass. I hope he didn't get, that's the, way I felt. get the cup holder caught. Yeah, but <laughs> wouldn't you have laughed at this lady? You know, that, that's the shit I used to deal with. I used to deal with the very, the simple, like, okay, plug in your computer. Yes. Now push this button. Oh, yeah. Okay, is there a green light? Okay, yeah. now what's it say? Like, when you start getting past all that shit, I can't do nothing. Right. But you'd be surprised how many problems simple like that I'd be able to troubleshoot. Because then that mm. went to my next job. Right, and that's when I got. That's when I got hired for the opening crew at Station Casino. You knew all I don't about. Them at Station oh, Casino. you fuck! You knew about, about that. No. So what's that? You just go. That was before Ameristar. Right, I know. I remember they were, Station. They were. They were. They were. They were opening it was the big building. Yeah. Yeah, and so I went and applied there, and they hired me to be a slots floor person, and with it, they said, "Hey, you have a diploma. You could. You could be on a fast track to be a supervisor. We mm-hmm. like you. We, you know, but it's going to be a lot of hours to, to, to start shit off don't close. Right. And so again, training, fucking great. I learned the ins and outs of a slot machine. Oh, it was fantastic, you know. And I knew people that were working there. You'd go and work a normal eight-hour shift, five days a week, 
And it's all, and, and, and guess, and part of it was like, okay, the buffet is going to open. We want mm. all of our employees to go test all the buffets and, and, and all, all the delicious. items and, and fill out what you think. That's fucking that was their great. Big, that was their big thing. That was the big buffet. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. a great job for me. If they could have done that full time and just testing buffets, I'd have been tester. great. I'd still be there. And so then finally it opens. You talk to anyone that worked at Ameristar Casino when this fucking thing opened, they were way understaffed. And so for the first two or three weeks, I worked from 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. seven days a week for mm -hmm. like maybe two or th three straight weeks. Then I got a day off. Then I got two days off. And then finally it settled in. But I was, that was my shift, 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. And that's when you see the shit. Oh, the yeah, casinos. yeah, yeah. That's the Things overnight. I saw. And, like, people, hey, do you like to gamble? Like, no, I don't. No, I do not. When I hear those fucking bells going off in the slot around yeah. slot machines, I, it, make, it almost makes me sick, right? Because here's the deal. I would be there, you know, on a Wednesday at 1 in the morning when, like, there would be the people one time there was a fucking guy that was there. This used to happen a lot. There was a guy there on one slot machine. For hours and hours and hours, he's feeding money to that, and he wants this thing to hit, and he has to stay there because in his mind something's going to and hit. Somebody's going to hit, and I can't let someone else. Guess what? He's thinking now I got to go to the bathroom, but he don't want to leave that fucking slot machine. And you got people walking around the slot machine area Watching for someone to go, looking for chairs like that, which means oh, someone's been this fucking thing's getting ready to hit, right? So he'd have potted plants right next to this fucking guy. Steps right over, drop, starts pissing right in the pot of plant. Like, right, like, right next, like, they're not even hiding it. He's not getting behind anything. We had, and of course, then the eye in the sky yeah. radios me. So you got yeah, a, you have a guy urinating next to, you know, slot bank, whatever. And then I got to fucking go over there and say, hey, you got to go. You just pissed right next to this fucking slot machine. And then if he wouldn't, then I'd get security or whatever else. We had a fucking lady, and I'm not shitting you, and she was shitting you. Same thing. Shit in a pot. After hours, she turns, lifts up her, her, and just starts shitting right there. Did you have paper on the plants to, to wipe with? Or no? no, no. Did you use a leaf? I don't. I didn't look that far. All I know is it happened, and you go over there, and you know it happened, yeah. right? <laughs> I saw two older ladies get into a fucking cane fight oh, over Jesus. a slot machine. All kinds of shit. And you would see some of the same people come in. Oh, yeah. With you know you you know they just got paid their, their paycheck and you know they're gonna walk out here in a couple hours and it's gonna, they're gonna be hurting yeah and so I and I worked but that was a very when it opened up a very exciting job it always kept like so okay I'm 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 a slots floor person right I would so the, you know the the change people that would with the carts mm -hmm. where you get money for, I would count them in and count them out eighteen grand or whatever else. You never tried to steal anything. No, the fuck no. no I'm not doing that. I'm not getting you know. on that in the fucking black book. No. And so you know, count them in and count them out. And so then when you go to count them out, you have to count them out and it has to match. Mm -hmm. And if they're under or whatever, then you got to fucking report them and write right. them up or whatever else, and you fight with them. And because sometimes there would be people trying to pocket mm -hmm. some money, right? And so you count them in, count them out. If you're at the slot machine and got jammed, you push the button. I see the the you know the siren or whatever. And I come over there and I could do light tech again. Oh, you're tech I could guy. fix the coin. I could open it up for you. I could fix the coin jam. I could do some things like that. But then if it was too much, I put the out of order. I got to call the slot tech. Get him in there. He's fucking. How mad. long did you do this? <clears throat> I want to say because I made some good friends. I met a guy 
that I hung out with. It was a really good friend of mine, Tony Horseman, and he was a fucking big bodybuilder. Was this after uh, um, Gateway and all this? Yeah. So this is when Richie was a baby. Mm-hmm. This has been '97. Yeah. I, I bet you been open for. Uh, by then, by then, it, they had been open long. There was never a fee to go into the station. It was free, right? Yeah. I got. I got. I got. Because I remember when they first opened the boats, you had to pay to get on the boats. I feel like I got five months in there. That's it was a, yeah a fucking career. I was looking for a watch by that point. I go, do you give you know what, what do I win? I've been here for fucking. Did it end amicably? Is um, that when you started getting into radio stuff? Then? No, I well no, I I kind of got into it with somebody there, a, a, one of the supervisors. Okay, but that, that that other people didn't like as well, and they had a, a supervisor, and the supervisor wore these green coats, and they have the the you know. Mm-hmm. Fucking radio. The radio. And, and this guy, I don't know what he thought he was, but it was, He's he put that green on this motherfucker, you know. And, but he would talk down to a lot of the floor people and the, and the people. This is yeah. similar to the Mark Shale salesman. I don't know, but no, no, this I'm guy, but it wasn't just me, but he was, he would talk down to people and be very, and I don't, I, I, I didn't like it. He, like, there was a couple of older, like, there was an o- older man that worked there. Oh, fuck, what was his name? Tom. Had a big fucking mustache, and he was like, and if you worked there, it was like you were either fresh out of college or you were retired from right. your other you job, and you're making job, it so, yeah. and, and he was fucking cool guy, loved him, and this guy would treat him like shit, in a piss, you like, it was almost like, why are you treating grandpa like shit, don't fucking do that, you know, and he would keep, there was always something where he'd speak poorly to a, a, a co-worker or whatever else, and so people got tired of him, and then one time, he fucking said something cute to me, and mm. I, you know. I should have been able to bite my tongue, but I couldn't. I think I might have even said something when he said something. To Put Tom that slot machine up yeah, your I'm ass. Like, no, 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 why? No, I could have. I was, you know, I was like, you know, fuck you. How about that? You How know, about let's, that? Let's go that way. Yeah. Um, but I worked. But, Dude, but so I, you were fired for that? Well, so then, no, but so then I got an interview to be a, a supervisor. <laughs> After that little run, I don't think no one liked this fucking guy, but I done. You see, this is where you're, you're, you're taking my bad reputation and it's not in this. The, I was actually really good at this job. You, did, you like this. You I, ha- I was handling people. Yeah. I was good under pressure. Doing I fucking count. did very well. I was very good with the fucking math, counting in and out. I was very meticulous. You know, I was always, my counts were always right. So very, and I liked it. But I didn't want to do that anymore. Right. I want to be a supervisor. And so I interviewed to be a supervisor. And they said, you know what, we like, but there's just a few people that are ahead of you that have experience from previously. A lot of people came down from Iowa right, right, and some casinos, other yeah. casinos that are, you know, if you had more casino experience, we'd love it. We'd love it, but we're not going to promote you this round. But if you hang with us another year we're, you, and, and keep in the same trajectory, you'll, you'll get supervisor like, next year. year. Now, to most people in the world, that's good. Yeah. Oh, another year, and I'll be a, I'll be one of the supervisors. You're like fuck this. To me, I'm like you fucking disrespect me like this. Fuck this. I'm better than this guy. This guy's a jack off. You know. <laughs> and so I got mad and says, "Well, I'm I'm not. I'm done. in the interview. Well, no, I'm got mad. Well, and in my mind, but okay. then I leave. I said, I'm done with this. Fuck this. And so, and I didn't like working till four a.m. No, I wanted I wanted days. And so, um. Because, fuck, I'd come home, and then I, you know, and, and Susan would be asleep. She had to go to work, like, at 7 or 8, and then, you know, I got, got a baby. I, I, had the, I had the baby, you know, and I, I, I used to have to feed the <laughs> Suckle. Suckle. The baby would suckle for my teeth. No. Richie, I'm sorry. It was a bottle. And so, and so uh, I, I got mad, and I stormed out of there, and then I told a couple people, I'm fucking quitting. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not doing this for another year. If they told me even, like, next month, I could be, I'm not doing this for another year. Can't do it. Can't so, do it. 
I remember there was a, a, a main supervisor named Les, and he pulls me aside. I'm thinking, fuck, this guy, they're going to walk. They heard I, I call this guy Jack, or whatever's up. But Les was cool. He pulls me aside and sits me down and says, uh, hey, man, I, I want to I talk to you a little bit. I'm like, what? But he was, he was being cool. He goes, no, nah, I just want to give you some advice. He says, he says, you're really good at what you do, and, and we like you. And I know that you're mad that you're not getting promoted right now. And I know that you feel like there's some other people that are getting promoted that, that you think you're better than. And and I agree with you, but they're real big on experience. You just don't have enough casino experience. And I'm, and I'm, I'm listening to them, but I'm, I'm too negative. You know, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And so then, then he says, and they tell some fucking long story. He he was a skier about skiing and I'm not even fucking listening. He goes, the moral of the story is don't leave unless you have something else set up. And I don't even know what the fuck is something about skiing right. or whatever. And I'm like, and I didn't have anything set up. He goes, I go, I got something set up. He goes, well, you know, you got, you got a, you got a baby and you, you know, you're, you're talented. Don't, don't just, uh, you know, don't, don't do this cause you're mad and you're going to regret this. And, and, and so he said all the right things and I wish I would have thanked him and it was sage advice. It was everything, but I was, Hothead Steven that was up. fucking mad that was, you know, would leave the fucking thing and go do a bunch of creatine and all that shit and go fucking lift weights thinking I was still going to box and be fucking raged out of my mind and stuff. So, I, ah, you know, fuck, everyone's trying to fuck me here. Fuck everyone. You know, everyone's against me. And so then I quit. And then and then I was, I, that was the wrong move because then I went to Blue Cross Blue Shield and then hilarity ensued. <laughs> and so, but I did pretty well. And I and I often think about like Aren't a lot of people. are you happy that when, when, uh, our hiring process back in 1999 wasn't that detailed where we asked for former employers to call oh, up. God, and say, fuck no. I, I don't even know who I would have had fucking, like, be my reference. Like, there's no one I would have felt comfortable with. But let me tell but let me, let me tell you something. There was a time early on when I wasn't, things weren't happening for me, and I almost had a couple, like, you know what? Fuck, fuck this place, this. too. Why I'm you know, doing this dumb show fuck, at fuck night? This, you know, fucking Casey Cage match. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> That's exactly right. And they fucking when they started twelve fifty the game, they fucking like Brooks Melkier. They fucking got me on the phone, and I wasn't full time. I all, right. all I wanted here, all I wanted was to be hired full time. Yeah. Instead of being hired right, piece right, by right. piece, I was I was working for, and so they hired me. They they offered me a contract, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to go to Margaritas down on the, the boulevard. Bottom, yeah. To, to eat him and deal. sign the contract, right? Brooks Melchior. And so then I went and had dinner with him, but he didn't have the contract yet, or I would have yeah. signed it. Right. He didn't have it ready. And he go, I go, where's the contract? And I'm thinking, this guy's bullshitting me. He goes, no, you got to come to Human Resources tomorrow. And I'm thinking, oh, no, drug test. No, I would have <laughs> passed it. And then he goes, yeah, and, and you got you to fill out this stuff, and then we'll yeah. sign the contract. I said, okay. And so I, 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 I don't know if I ever told you this. And I go home, um, and I called Chad. And I said, hey, uh, thank you for everything. Thank you for letting me host these, these shows. Fucking guys and stuff. This thing. But I got a kid, and I need benefits, and I need a salary, and I need security. And so they've offered me a gig at, uh, I'm going to be a host at 1250 The Game. 1250 The Lame, we would call it. <laughs> I said, I'm going to have my own locker. Yeah. And I'm going to get a chance to work with some jerk off named Nate Bucati, so it's exciting. Yeah. And I said, so thank you for everything, but I got to go. Well, you know, that's too bad, we, you know, everything else. And he, I guess he thought I'd already signed the contract. And he goes, so when do you start? I said, well, I got to go sign my contract tomorrow. And he goes, and, well, and he hold goes, on and, and Chad goes, you haven't signed the contract yet? I said, nope. He goes, why don't you stop by the station on your way there before? Right. And so I did. 
and I'll, I'll never forget it. Uh, I sat down with Chad, and before Chad could even say anything, Kevin walks in mm-hmm. and he goes, what do we got to do to get this thing done right now? Let's get her done. <laughs> Let's, Let's get it signed. I'm like, I go, this is what this is. And I, and I, and I, you know, I said, what, what they're offering me and we talked about it. Fucking 45 minutes. I'm signing my contract. And you called Brooks. I'm telling Brooks. I said, Hey, I'm not going to make it today. What do you mean? I said, I just signed a contract with Union Broadcast. God damn it. Let me tell you something. The fucking rest is history. Motherfucker. <laughs> look at you back there. Look. Hey, you look like Lovey Smith. What the fuck do I look like back there? Is no. that what I look like in real life? No. Holy shit, that was scary as fuck. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't even know if this episode, this was the episode of my, maybe part of my past. This, the, this was is it? about uh, a, a quarter, <laughs> an eighth of your jobs. We were going to talk about, uh, and then I thought it was bad mojo. This fucking guy, by the way, came to see what I see. He wanted to talk about. Let's talk about all the playoff losses in the past for the Chiefs. I didn't say so that. I would tell that. playoff stories when we were kids. Playoff, yeah, when one of those losses. No, I'm talking about the win. <laughs> if he says playoff stories from the past, me crying and punching that window. What about the Raiders game? Todd Marinovich. Oh, that was great. You sat there alone. Yeah. I was home for Christmas break from college, and Lance and I went to that game. It was cold, and I remember standing in line forever. And I had to pee so freaking bad. I almost had to pee in a plant like the lady at the <laughs> casino. And, uh, and, and, and then that was maybe just one of the worst awful games ever. But the Chiefs won. It was great. Remember who the touchdown was, too? They threw one touchdown. It was mm-hmm. field goals and a touchdown. Was it, it this was 1990? This was before. This would have been 91. 90, 91. Special teams ace. Wasn't, Lake Dawson wasn't no, here Sounds yet. like a name you just, just make up. Very easy name. Fred Jones? Fred Jones. Fred Jones. Fred, Fred Jones. Jones, baby. Fred Jones. Well. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. That was good. You're back with your Just for Men now. You're good. Fine. Well, that's it. You know what? Whatever this podcast was, a little bit more about my background. You know what? Next time we're going to turn the tables, I want to hear more about your fucking stories. Whatever. And doing shit. I got stories. I did customer I service for a while. We've also got some other stuff. I got some guests playing. My dad's going to come back on. and uh, and Let's get some job stories from him. Oh, <laughs> Oh, he fucking he, no! He he he's got him. There's he's done some weird shit. Oh, I'm sure. He used to work at the downtown airport. Oh yeah. Did you know that? Oh shit! We tell us because when Elvis was down there, they called us down there, and we I'm were down there him, when yeah. Elvis took off in the Lisa Marie. Supposedly Elvis saw me. And, you Wave. know, look at him, man, little it's, baby. It's, I've been told he waved at me. I've been told he touched my head. I've been told all, I, I was held up like Lion King to Elvis. I've been told all, I don't know. My mom's not allowed to verify it. Something happened with me as a baby in Elvis down at the fucking downtown area. My dad had some jobs too. He'd, he'd go put in fucking pipelines <laughs> in Wyoming. Let's make get him a man. On this he road. said he's up there making a man's wage. Let's get him on here. That's Todd Lebo. I'm Stephen St. John. That's been a, a really weird episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. And Metamucil working. It's time to go, baby. And then Metamucil is going right through me right now. So until. Next uh, next week, the microphone is off.